Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. Again, you have me, Joyce, Pastor Tom, and Josh in the room. So just want to ask you guys some questions since we're coming about the fourth week of the new year. What are some of the new things that you guys have been up to? I know, Pastor Tom, you've been changing some dietary habits. <laughs> yeah. Josh, some habits as well. Same thing for me. <laughs> so how's it been going for the past, what, four weeks now? Habits. Yeah, habits. <laughs> that can lead to things, Char. Yeah. Well, you know, I decided to just go vegan. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Congrats, Pastor. Yeah, it's uh, not easy. For you, Pastor. Really praying not for easy. You. Uh, it's like, you know, you, you, you decide to go against the grain. And mm. there's a lot of uh, places that don't serve vegan food. Yeah. And so you end up cooking a lot. <laughs> and uh, so we end up, you know, having to be creative. And I like spice, so, mm. you know, nothing uh, could be, uh, uh, you know, like if you just add a little bit of cumin or something like that, mm. it, it actually amps helps. Up. Yeah, amps up a lot of things. So, yeah. I wish I could understand. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. If we can only relate. Hey, that's great. And yeah. I don't know, Joyce, would you go vegan? I've tried going vegan. I mean, it's not too complicated, but it's, yeah, like what Pastor Tom said, it's the whole cooking process. And I'm like the type mm. of person that I don't want to spend too much time in the kitchen because mm. I end up just, you know, doing a whole spiel there. Mm. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a good, um, what do you call it, diet, not going to lie, or a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle, honestly, because you have to be mindful of everything that you eat, even when you purchase at the grocery store you got to read your labels and make sure there's no oh, definitely. animal animal products or byproducts so no, definitely mm. read a bit labels yeah. because there's so much uh have been dumped into our food mm. yeah. yeah without our consent actually you know and so you really have to <laughs> look into it uh but you know just talking about diet and changing diet you know it's like all this new year's resolution mm. yeah. kind of thing right but i feel um you know one thing that we should not get into is uh, feeling shame, like mm, yeah, you know that I feel like this mm. is the topic today we want to talk about. Like Come sometimes on. you feel like you fail, mm. you know, especially you, now you, the New Year's resolution stuff. Yeah, you start with, uh, you know, I want to be a vegan, and then at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> you become the biggest meat eater, <laughs> and then uh, you know you 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 have to be very careful about mm. how you start off and how. It's not about yourself. Yeah. Like if it's about yourself, then mm. you can you can mix and intermingle, you know, like the guilt and the shame. And right. so uh, there, there is a difference between those two. Uh, something that we, we can talk about. You like to talk about that? We totally can. Yeah. <laughs> Just a question. What made you switch, you know, from eating meat to now vegan? Oh, um, I think it's more of a... Um, Stewardship, you know, like in mm. terms of biblically, uh, you think about how God has given us, uh, you know, stewardship to this earth and to care for it. And and I just look at the waste, the amount of waste. And, mm, right. and I don't know if you know this, but uh, one animal, like just one, you know, to get, um, I forget which one now, that uh, a piece of steak, I forget how, how big the steak was. Mm. But it requires something like almost 3,000 liters of water to make that steak. Oh, wow. So you no think way. about how many people out there are without proper drinking water and, mm. and you know, 
it's uh, that's it's a hefty amount of water. Yeah. Like how much waste? We're like, gonna talk uh, after this podcast, Pastor. Yeah, <laughs> amount of uh, grain an animal eats, and, mm. and, mm. and 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 as people in so many countries that are struggling and and going hungry and even dying. Mm. Um, those grain could have been shipped there and mm. it would have fed you know, several thousand people instead of one cow. And so I'm just thinking, mm. on all, I'm not anti mm. you know, people who are eating meat mm-hmm. or, mm. or people whose livelihood is in the meat industry. meat industry. I'm just saying, you know, we can all do better. I think we can, right. we can think about ways, better ways to, mm. uh, you know, I think it's excessive, like amount of, meat we're eating is, mm. is actually quite excessive right yeah so um it's just me it's just <laughs> guilt i'm feeling i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> guilt. no but it's 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 good to be informed yeah i think it goes to show that you know as stewards we have our due, due diligence to do on our end mm. but getting back to that like even you know even when you were explaining that i'm like am i feeling guilty at this point oh. <laughs> but also you know is it shame but can you explain, Pastor Tom, though, mm. where, what, if, if I'm coming to this point and feeling this way, is it something that I should be aware about or, you know, conscious about? Because, of course, you know, even before the podcast, we were talking about the differences between guilt and shame. Yeah, last week, um, just to answer your question, last week we talked about how, I give you an analogy of a uh, snowball and how you control, mm. you keep you know, like rolling it, rolling it, eventually becomes such mm-hmm. a huge snowball. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly with, uh, you know, guilt and shame, um, we need to know where that originated from, right? And I always say, you know, like there is a genesis to everything. So we <laughs> we go back to the book of Genesis and we find that right. uh, Adam and Eve, you know, when they took from the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, um, they went into shame. Mm. Mm. Before they went into shame, they actually went to guilt. Um, so guilt comes first. Okay. You feel like, okay, well, this was forbidden. And now you did it. And then you feel guilt, mm. right? You feel guilt. And then and then they felt shame after that, mm-hmm. right? If they felt shame. And guilt is, is very different. Guilt is something you do. Like, you know, Come you, on. you did something and you mm. feel guilty about it. Right. Shame is something that you feel that you can't get rid of. It's it becoming you. Mm. So uh, shame is when it's becoming you, like that, that guilt is becoming you. Like you can't get out of it. You feel like you can't get out of it. Wow. There's no way out. Wow. Right? And if you go deeper and deeper into that, uh, shame, uh, the, the deepest root of shame is actually condemnation. So eventually... When you feel that you can't get out, you totally can't get out, then you feel like you feel like you're condemned. Mm. Mm. You know, there's there's mm. no way out. There's no there's no resolution. There's nothing. There's not there's you can't be redeemed. Mm-hmm. It's like a building that's condemned. The con, you know the the structure is right. It's not. Uh, you can't build it again. Like you can't you can't restore it. I know we're touching on on shame mm. and. Yeah, for me, when I when I hear that word shame, mm. oftentimes I also picture the word pride mm. into mm. that. Mm. And I know for this episode, we wanna we wanna highlight this mm. shame and mm. pride, pride and shame. Yes. Uh, let's get 
you know, let's, let's get more in depth with that. Mm. Like, you know, you've touched on, on guilt and shame mm. and how does, how does pride play, you know, come, come, come along with that? Yeah. Yeah. If you, again, we're going back to the Garden of Eden, you got, um, you got Eve there, you got, th- you know, three characters, basically Eve, Adam and the snake. <laughs> Uh, it's supposed to be uh, <laughs> the devil himself, mm-hmm. right? And the devil's uh, number one tool is to first seduce you into uh, doing something that you're not supposed to do. Mm. And then you start to feel guilty, right? Mm. Because you, you did that and God forbid you to do that and you did it. In, in the case of Adam and Eve. Right. And then um, what he he knows that if you find no way out, which in this case, there was no way out because mm-hmm. it was a command from God, uh, you will start to feel shame mm-hmm. that you have now become right. that guilt. You, you are living, you are living guilt, you know? And so he knows that um, um, his weapon, his number one weapon is actually pride. It's because of pride that he fell from heaven anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he knows how to use it. So pride is like, I, it's like an adrenaline shot when you're feeling shame. Like, wow. you know, mm. wow. yeah, yeah. So he, he injected that into Eve and Adam, you know, and he already in, pre-injected that and, <laughs> and said that, you know, no, you're not going to die. You're going to be like God. Come on. Right. Yeah. And so that, that stirring up of that pride is already there. And then, um, wow. Wow. and yeah, so then what happened is that, um, when you feel like you can't handle it anymore, like you feel like there's so much shame on you and Satan comes along and give you that pride shot, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not a vaccine though, right? <laughs> no, it's not a vaccine. <laughs> Certainly, uh, you know, oh, it's gee. something from hell. What a way to put that though. Anyway, so so then, so, so you, you get this pride kicking in and, and you go, okay, well, that's my way out. Mm. Okay. Um. You see no way out. And then all of a sudden you see, okay, that's my way out. <laughs> right? Pride. Bye. Pride kicks mm. in and go, you know what? I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. Right? And sometimes when you have so much shame, you you, you hide. Right? You hide. Like the that's way good. Adam and Eve hid. That's right. They hid. So uh, there's different types of hiding. Mm. I won't get into that today. Mm. So yeah, Come there, on. there are different types of hiding. You know, um, best way to 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 bring that about is to uh, use examples from the Bible. Um, for instance, I wrote this down somewhere. <laughs> um, you remember from the Book of John, chapter four, uh, it's about a lady that um, you know her life was a wreck. Mm, she, mm. you know, she had five failed marriages and she was living with somebody. That wasn't her husband. Yeah, it wasn't even her husband. Mm-hmm. So she was basically done with formalities. Mm-hmm. Like she was, she was done with that. And, and she came to this well and Jesus had traveled and mm-hmm. he and his disciple and he said mm-hmm. that I have to go to this well because mm-hmm. he knew exactly what he was going to do. Mm. Right? Yeah. And... And so she came to the well and of course she was drawing water and Jesus asked for water and the whole story, you can find it in John 4. But mm-hmm. she felt so much shame. Now we're talking about how people hide, 
right? Mm-hmm. She felt so much shame that she actually was done with formality and she was taking a different route by hiding, going to the well when it's noon. Daytime, yeah. It's yeah. so hot. The highest heat. Right? Mm-hmm. Because she knows no one's going to go to the well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. Right? And some of us out there listening, you know, if you have a lot of shame that you're harboring, like sometimes you do that. You not mm. go to, you know, certain gatherings or mm. certain parties because because of shame. Because of shame, mm. right? And You're that's hiding. called that kind of hiding is the flight hiding. We talk mm. about how you fight or you flight, take flight or you you fight, right? <laughs> so that kind of hiding is to get away from people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, to hide, right? And that was the the Samaritan woman that we talked about at the yeah. well. Now, here's another example um, of hiding, mm. you know, when there's shame. And this happened to a very powerful king in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay? Named King David. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you find this in 2 Samuel 11. Mm-hmm. If you have your Bible, read that. Anyways, he was a powerful man and he decided to abuse his power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He decided to abuse his power and he slept with another man's wife. wife. And this man was actually one of his soldiers, uh, loyal soldiers. Uriah. Uh, yeah. And uh, and he plotted all kinds of things. Yeah. You know, he actually, hmm. you know, he one one evening, one fateful evening, he was out there, and then uh, <laughs> the the lady was taking a bath, and he yes. saw her. And then he lasted for her yeah. and then he had his man Bring brought her, her yeah. to his place. Mm. And then he had sexual relations with her and mm-hmm. and uh, she got pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now Something a king bad. impregnated one of his soldiers. top soldier's wife. Mm-hmm. That's shame. Mm. That's guilt, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of guilt and a lot of shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? He plotted. Sometimes when you're trying to hide, you fight by plotting evil plots. Come on. And he plotted to to get rid of Uriah, right? Yeah. And he he sent him to the front line and then told the commander, yes. make sure. Pull the soldiers back, yeah. and make sure that he gets killed. Like imagine you send him to the very bottom of the wall, like for fortress. Of course, people are dumping all kinds of things from the top, right? Yeah. Hot oil, mm-hmm. whatever. And <laughs> setup. It, and, and it was a setup. Like, mm-hmm. and, and this time it was arrows. Mm-hmm. Tons of arrows just fell on them. Mm-hmm. And not just him that died. A few other guys died yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And he tried. He tried everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And so and the worst part was he made this guy carry the note. To, to kill him to yes. his commander yeah yes and how loyal True. is that guy that guy you know he just takes the note mm-hmm. from the king yeah and gave it to the guy Poor and the guy. commander sent him to the front mm-hmm. line mm. and pulled back everybody so that he gets killed and so that's a kind of hiding too wow. sometimes we do that mm. you know we plot and we plot and we plot because we want to control things yeah see the thing is a lot of this shame when the shame comes on us uh, 
we feel like it's spinning out of control. Mm. Like in his case, it was spinning out of control because, it was. Mm-hmm. you know, she's pregnant. Mm. What do you do about it, right? It's funny though, too, during his plot, like he, his plot ended up escalating. Mm. I think at first he tried to have Uriah sleep with the wife again, but Uriah was wanting to be faithful and yes. stay with his yes. his troops. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when that didn't happen, he ended up plotting this whole murder yeah. scheme. So, yeah. And then he tried to get him drunk and yeah. he did all kinds of things, yes. you know. And sometimes we do that, like especially in a business world. Mm. Like if you're not in Christ and you don't know yeah. who Jesus is and what he came to do for you, mm. uh, sometimes you have all this shame on you and you end up doing this type of hiding, which mm. is a plotting type of hiding. Mm. So you, you actually deflect things from yourself. Mm. You try to That's deflect good. that shame from yourself, you know, and, and you do things that are sometimes mindless. Like, mm. you know, you, you end up doing things. Now, how could you send somebody to his death so right. that you can cover up? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's true. Uh, yeah. So uh, the third one I would just want to share with you is, is sometimes when people feel very shameful, mm. they feel a lot of shame and they feel condemned, they just want to become anonymous. Mm. And here's another example mm. there from, you go. from uh, you know, a uh, story in the Bible. And that's actually found in Luke chapter 8, 43 to 48, mm. verses 43, mm. 48. Yes. Um, about this woman that was bleeding for 12 years. Mm. Yeah, we know it. Yeah. And and she, <laughs> she was, she, she was felt so much post. shame, yeah. right? So unclean and, un, you know, she felt so much shame that even though she wanted help, mm-hmm. right, she went in there and she says, you know what, I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm just going to be super quiet. And if I can only <laughs> touch Jesus' yes. clothing, um, yeah. Yeah. if I can only touch him, mm-hmm. I know I'll, I'll be, be healed. healed. Yes. And so sometimes if you find people just want to remain anonymous. Yeah. But they actually need help. Mm. Right? They have a lot of shame over themselves mm. and, and they mm-hmm. feel shame. So those are the three that I like to mention that if, if you're one of those three, there's actually hope <laughs> because we, we're going to gonna talk about that because, you know, that's hiding. Like that one yes. is, is you, you hide by deflecting and projecting yeah. and, and then, you know, making an issue out of mm-hmm. somebody else rather than you uh, in King David's uh, case or, you know, like another one, that you just totally let go mm-hmm. of all care, like the lady mm-hmm. at the well, like, you know, just just find a different mm-hmm. route where mm-hmm. you can just, you know, whatever. That's your hiding, right? Uh, and then the other lady, uh, the, the one that was bleeding mm-hmm. and how she had touched Jesus, she, she went anonymous. This is actually a good, you know, question to ask, mm-hmm. you know, for all listeners out there, including myself, you know, mm-hmm. Are you hiding something? Mm. Are you know like, mm. is there any shame or is there any area of your lives where, mm. you know, you're listening to this right now and you somewhat relate, mm. and whether you see yourself, you know, partaking in those mm. types of hiding? Mm. I think it's a, you know you you mentioned the word help. If, you know if, if there is hope, mm. and and I feel like even as we, even as we, as, even as we continue mm. speaking on this subject, mm. uh, back to what I was asking earlier. Mm. Uh, when people think 
majority of the time when 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 they carry shame in them mm. and and when they think they're not doing anything mm. but they're actually partaking into something even more you know serious than they could ever think of and it becomes an issue it becomes an issue and it points back i believe um again like that selfishness i would say because you think so much of 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 yourself that you try to protect or control something kind of the pride which points back to pride um, I, yeah um sometimes it's overwhelming mm-hmm. uh, because you don't have a solution that's how it becomes a, sh- a shame shame mm-hmm. first is guilt you're doing it and then all of a sudden shame is you it's mm-hmm. you now you know it's you right 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 you're the walking shame there you, you know? go there you and go and so when you don't find a way out uh pride kicks in and say okay you can either fight or flight mm. you can either go into anonymity or you can you can hide like the lady that goes to the well in, at noon rather than when it's cooler <laughs> yeah. or you can be like king david and totally fight and totally mm. destroy people yeah. and deflect and project and everything of your shame to somebody else and then feel that it's okay mm. well you know that kind of hiding is the wrong kind of hiding mm. actually we're not talking about you know you're talking about earlier what was the question you were asking me when go back to that about yeah, uh, just i was just asking because i'm 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 listening and and i'm receiving mm. and i'm just trying to relate with some of my previous like um experiences when 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 i found mus- myself ashamed of something yeah. where you know like I'm just listening to the passages that you brought up mm. and at the times where I thought man I was I was definitely walking you know in that in that shame during that time mm. you know at the time where I thought I'm not doing anything but because of my hiding I actually partaking into something even greater that More I could serious, yeah. yeah you know and people are not you know at that time I'm not I'm ignorant about that or mm. like you said I don't know how to express myself during those times mm. so you just kind of You, you do what you do best hide yeah. and and i feel like you know with this topic right here with the passages that have been shared there are those solution you know from hiding into exposing mm. you know and then you you get set free you get your breakthroughs yeah the hiding is is you know if you go back to garden eden your answers are always in genesis if you go mm-hmm. back to the garden eden you find a lot of answers that like you know when they uh they felt shame right mm-hmm. adam and eve and then uh they covered themselves they they discovered that they were naked and they covered themselves with uh, fig leaves mm-hmm. I mean I don't know about you but fig leaves after a while they dry up and they they don't cover well. <laughs> and so God mm. goes, you know what? God came and covered them. Mm. God actually sacrificed a couple of animals and made clothing for them from the hide. So, you know, the word hide is actually covering. And so God actually covered them and mm. and the one thing that we uh we miss is that if we don't look at it from that point of view we tend to want to cover it for ourselves. Right. So God actually showed even then God showed that he is the one that covers. Mm. So he knows this shame because he knows because uh from the time they ate from the tree of mm. the knowledge of good and evil um sin mm. entered Adam. Mm. This is it's like it's like 
the best way I can explain it is like he got a brand new computer and it's totally brand new. Nothing wrong with Performing it. Performing really good. Yeah. yeah. And then you go visit here, visit that site here, mm. visit that site here. Come and on. all of a sudden you downloaded a mm. virus. Mm-hmm. So best way to explain it is that sin is like a virus that entered mm. the computer. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with the computer. But there's everything wrong with the virus. Mm. So this like, virus came on. in. It's called sin nature. It entered. Right. And then it kept breathing. Mm. It breathing down the line of Adam's children and it kept going down all the way down to us. Mm. Even you are listening out there, you know, sometimes you feel like, I want to do the right thing, but I can't. And mm. I know I should do the right yes. thing, but I don't. Mm. <laughs> right? And that's how in Romans 7, actually, Paul yes. himself, Paul himself, Paul the apostle, he felt that. Mm. He felt that. He's not immune to that. Mm-hmm. So that's the sin nature that was inherited Mm. by Adam when he took of the fruit. So the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil is actually the deepest fruit of it is condemnation. Why? Because mm. now you try to figure out things on your own. Right. Mm. You're basically disconnected from God. And God, who is the one that's supposed to be covering you now, you feel the shame and you want to cover yourself. Mm. And so when you want to cover yourself, because you That's don't have it. you you have knowledge, but you no longer have the understanding mm. from God. You create things like you know wow. you start to think, what if I just don't meet people anymore, mm. or what if I just avoid them? I'll bump into them once in a while, like mm. the woman at the well, mm-hmm. or the woman that was bleeding. Goes well, I can just stay anonymous. Mm. I could just be so quiet. <laughs> I just have to touch the hem of his clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? God, who mm-hmm. created everything, knows everything. Mm. He turns around and says, who touched me? Yeah. Mm. Thousands of people, throngs of people were just pressing mm. into Jesus. Yet Jesus turns around and says, who touched me? And the disciple mm. goes, what do you mean? Everybody is touching. Everybody is clamoring to, yeah. to, to try to touch you to get healed. But yes. you know what he said? Power left me. Mm. That's it. Power left me. Mm. Right? So that's how good our God is. Amen. Till today, till today, He is offering that cover. Mm. He knows wow. that you're going to live with it. That's the hope. Yeah, you're going to live with mm. it. It's not going to just disappear mm. because there's a struggle. As long as you're in this body, mm. right? You have that sin nature. You have the corruption from the virus, from Eden. And so now you you can actually uh, do a cleansing. Mm. It's like an antivirus. <laughs> you can actually do a cleansing. So, Pastor, if we, you know, talking about practical applications, mm. how do we overcome shame? Well, how do we overcome shame? We need to go back to our constitution. I told you, once you accepted Jesus, number one, you got to come to God and go, you know what? You are God. I am not God. Mm. You created everything. I did not. Mm. You made everything. So you know everything. I don't. And you have the understanding. I don't. So I need you. Mm. So the moment you go to God and go, I need you, and I belong to you. I need your help. Stop hiding. Yeah. 
I'm the computer, but you are the maker. Mm. Mm. I need to know how to get rid of this stuff. Mm. Mm. This virus come on. that's come into me. Right? And God has simply one answer. Believe in me mm. and I'll help you. Mm. And that's what Jesus said. He says, the only task you have is to believe. Mm. Because there's nothing else you can do. And basically, what he did on the cross, mm. it's like, I, I know I'm kind of, this is not, I'm not saying it's theologically correct, but I'm just saying easier way to understand it is that the antivirus, <laughs> right, is, is it basically you're giving up that virus and then you know how you give up that virus is when you take the antivirus mm-hmm. into your computer mm. and then you, it captures that, rewrites mm-hmm. that and then mm-hmm. you have a new um, program, mm-hmm. right? Right? And so... Clean slate. It, it, yeah, so in... in, in to your question, how do you do that? It's called the renewing of the mind. Mm-hmm. So you have this belief that God is good. God will take care of you. Okay. What he did on the cross, he imputed his righteousness on you as mm-hmm. you gave up your sin on the cross. And so that's the exchange, mm-hmm. right? The, uh, the virus, antivirus, <laughs> that's the exchange. Yeah, yeah. And so, but that doesn't mean that along the way, you will not maybe accidentally download another virus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in life, it's like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you may not know it, but you may accidentally do something that is off, mm. right? And then say you you started um, doing something that is not supposed to be good for your body, you know, and you don't know it. Mm. And you continue to do it and you think it's good for you. Wow. But you didn't seek counsel from your heavenly father, Absolutely. right? By referring to your constitution. Because now, the moment you receive Christ, the Bible says you are now a new creation. It means you're made new again. Mm-hmm. You're new again. It's like your computer, right? The example. It's new again because the mm-hmm. virus is kicked out. But the thing is that along the way, you may still inherit that. You may still you know, come across that. Mm-hmm. And then there's that, there's that, um, you know, like sin nature. Mm-hmm. As long as you're in this body, right? And there's so much going on in this world, there's a broken world, that you may be, again, misled, be misled into that. Mm-hmm. And so, but the thing is, how do you overcome that? Your question is that know that your constitution in Romans 8.1 says, therefore now there's no more condemnation. Yes. Yeah. That's it. For those who believe in Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Why? Because he took your condemnation on the cross. Yeah. That's why he imputed his righteousness upon you. Mm. That means there's a great exchange. Mm -hmm. You exchange your sin Mm -hmm. for his righteousness. Mm -hmm. Right? Righteousness means right standing. That Mm -hmm. means meet anew again. It's it's holy again. So Mm -hmm. that is something that you have to continually... Renew your mind on. Continually think with that uh, in your in your in your mind in your psyche, mm. saying that you know what I have been redeemed, mm. I've been made new. Right, this shame that I feel, mm. Jesus took it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and by His grace and through faith, I'm safe. Amen. I'm safe from that. You know, I'm safe from condemnation mm-hmm. because the deepest root of shame is condemnation. Yes. 
and condemnation is 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 very bad. Like you know, it could lead to a lot of things, mm. right? Lead to a lot of mental issues and this and that. Because if you feel that you have no way out, and pride kicks in, mm. like the injection from the the devil himself, that adrenaline mm. rush, like <laughs> you know what, I I gotta fight oh, so or good. I gotta hide. Oh, so good, right? Mm. So so now you can go out there still with that shame, mm-hmm. and you're gonna fight like crazy mm. because you feel like if you fight hard enough, you're gonna be able to control other people. And they're never gonna see that shame in you. Mm. You mm. can hide it. Yeah, what a word, right? And that's projecting your shame, <laughs> like redirecting to something else, redirecting yeah. it to, you know, some something else. Yeah, right. Sometimes you find yourself in a conversation, and people sometimes will say, "Oh, did you hear about that person? <laughs> yeah, he did this and he did that." Yeah, and. I would like to be intentional and not talk about the other person and talk Come about on. each other. Come Let's on. talk about each other. Like, mm-hmm. how are you doing in life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because I could tell you that I feel a lot of shame right now, mm. but I know mm. that Jesus took that shame away. Mm-hmm. Even though I can feel it, it's not like you can. You just mm-hmm. totally, you know, well, I don't feel it. No, you feel it because mm-hmm. the enemy will, he, he will continuously inject that pride mm-hmm. Do something. Do something. Mm. Go fight somebody or go hide. You, you're an embarrassment. You're a shame. Mm. You're a failure. Mm. You know, you're everything, right? Even as you said that, Pastor, I feel like there's there's a lot of accusation that comes with that. Oh, yeah. And oftentimes, I feel like people too, even though yeah, they feel a little shame, you know, in them. But I just feel like for the most part too, we're, we're, when, they sh- when, when people or even I look at myself and when I know uh, that word, uh, where you have been set free, and there's now no more condemnation to those that follow him. Um, but we know the devil is tricky at times, and mm. accusa- he uses accusations mm. uh, sometimes just to just to pull us down. Mm. And and I feel like something we gotta be careful too. I believe, and I just wanted to add that, even as you shared that. And yeah, just. Well, it's it's really easy. Um, one of the things, you know, go back, going back to Genesis again, uh, you know, go back to the Garden of Eden, you find all the clues there. And one of the tricks that the enemy uses is is through isolation because he understands mm. that, uh, you good. know, when when you're isolated, you are vulnerable. Mm, and so, yeah. so uh, in the case of Eve, Eve was not immediately with Adam yet. Mm-hmm. You know, like Snake was talking to Eve. Yeah, yeah. And then after Eve took of the fruit, then she gave some to Adam. Mm. Yeah. Right? So there's that strategy from the enemy. And we're talking on a supernatural show here. So just know that, you know, the enemy, the devil is not somebody in a red suit. He, <laughs> he's pretty sneaky. Yeah. Okay? Yes. And he has strategy and he has his uh, commanders, you know, and all this is pretty organized. They are called legion. And so they, they actually... Um, are organized, but they are not uh, united. <laughs> you know, they 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 they, they just do go. bad things because they they operate under fear and they fear Satan. Wow! And so they they will do things and and so one of the things that they do well is to isolate you. So mm-hmm. in the in the case of the women, you see, pride kicks in and isolated that woman at mm-hmm. the well. 
Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus went to her, mm-hmm. right? And Jesus will do things that are supernatural. Like, okay, if you are not wanted by society, you are like marginalized to the to the worst um, <laughs> level. Yeah. Um, Jesus will show up, and he, being a, a rabbi, yeah. yes. a Jewish person, those days, they don't even talk to Samaritans. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. showed up, and he says, "No, I'm going to break all that." Mm-hmm. I'm going to break all those barriers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come for you because I choose you and I love you. Mm-hmm. And so he did that at the well. He did the same thing with the woman that was getting, um, becoming anonymous. Mm-hmm. And that's what the enemy does too. That's why I presented those three examples mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Because pride, uh, you know, one of the things that pride wants to do is to lead you to become anonymous. And, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. you just dwell in anonymity. And so you, you end up not... Uh, you know, not you're, you're alone. Mm-hmm. Just like Eve in the garden, it's easy target. Mm. And that's why Jesus came and said, you know what, if there's one sheep that's gone lost, I'm going to leave 99 mm. and go for that one. And then yes. I'm going to carry it on my back and yes. bring it home. Because he knows very well how the strategy of the enemy is. Mm. It's through isolation. Mm. And pretty soon, you know, you feel like you're alone. There's no way out. That's the worst feeling you could have. Yeah. Is when you know that you have no way out and you're alone. You're mm. all alone. Yeah. Mm. You know, no one to help you. So that's why mm. community is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if yeah. you don't belong to a community out there, right? Uh, try to belong to a community. You know, start mm. with someone. But uh, you know, especially with godly community and yes. people who can actually um, help you. You know, navigate. Sometimes you just need that person to remind you that there's no more condemnation That's in it. the name of yeah. Jesus. And so you just need that. Even as Christians, Amen. we forget mm. because the enemy is so good at isolating <laughs> you. So good at isolating you. Yeah. You know, create dispute. And then next thing you know, you're arguing and fighting. Mm. And all of a sudden you go and you go mm. into the victim mode and you go, you know what? I'm going to teach that person a lesson. Mm. I'm not going to talk to my wife That's it. for three mm. weeks. Well, guess what? You've just isolated yourself. Yeah. You're free game to the enemy. Mm. Yeah. Wow. He, he's gonna go after you. And he you know, the Bible Second Peter says he's mm. go he goes around uh like a lion, not mm. a lion, like a lion, like roaring a lion. like a lion. Yes. Looking for someone to devour. Looking. Yeah. He's looking. Mm. Doesn't mean he's gonna devour. He's looking. Right? Mm. So if you're alone, easy target. Mm. Wow. Something you want to add there, Joyce? I've I've just been writing notes, but it's like, it's awesome to hear because, you know, when you had touched upon renewing of your mind Mm. and how, you know, you had the analogy of a virus and a computer and everything Mm. and how even when you've already kind of reset and have become a new creation, doesn't mean you're automatically immune Mm. to stumbling and Mm. falling and having Mm. moments, but in that process of renewing your mind, you remember just like a computer has that memory of, hey, I actually have already been made new. There's a way out. There's a way, you know, that you don't have to feel this way. And I think that's where it also brings about a transformation. And when you are beginning to transform and renew your mind, you have that ability to really kind of stomp on the enemy's head and say, hey, you can't pin this on me anymore, you know. Wow, and you, good. you remind yourself of what is already done on the cross where, hey, you saw Jesus get pinned. But did that stop him? No, he he ended up coming back three days later. Right. But it's especially nowadays in in our current situation, the current you know forecast of what's happening in our world. 
a lot of people are in that moment of isolation mm-hmm. and in that it, yes. where there's so much time for you to just be in your thoughts. And I think that's where, you know, your, your mind is your playground or is the, the enemy's playground. So yeah. when you touched upon community and being able to get that godly counsel and get that, you know, encouragement to empower you too is so important, especially now. And, you know, just as Pastor Tom had said, mm. if you don't have a community, please do find yeah. one. If, you know, you can reach out to us as well on our social media platforms and we'd love to connect. But for me, that's kind of what I've taken out of this. You know, a lot of the time people have that guilt, the shame. I I just want to highlight, you know, even as we even as we conclude, I feel like, you know, with shame, you know, we talk about it. Part of the strategy of of Satan himself is to to really make us feel we're condemned. Condemnation, Mm, right? Because he understands that if we are walking in that condemnation, then we... We're not going to fulfill. We're not going to walk in the calling that the Lord called us to. So it's a reminder for, for every listeners and including myself today where, you know, it, it's, it's you don't want to get to that. You, the moment I, I would, you know, if there's any shame in me, I would not I, I wouldn't even allow myself to to get to that part because it's already been said. There is no more condemnation. You're not you have, you're, you are not condemned anymore. Mm-hmm. And. Freedom is, is upon you. Mm. So I feel like this is such a key, mm. um, especially if we are to walk in the transformation that, that, that God himself called us to, mm. that has been made available for each one of us, is, is to understand that every time you feel shame, you know, it, that's just the trick of the devil to, to get you to, you know, to eventually feel condemned and, and stop operating in, in the calling you're called to. Yeah, my, my call to action with people out there is just to give Jesus a try. Mm. You know, like a lot of times, uh, it's very hard when you feel a lot of shame. Mm. And it's been many years. Mm. Um, sometimes you can't even master the, the strength to want to mm. join a group. Yeah. And, but I tell you what, just, just under your breath, you say, Jesus, help me. Yes. Just yes. call and say, Jesus, help me. Yes. And you watch. Amen. You watch. He loves you so much. You are the one sheep that he's looking for. And he's mm. going to come for you. That's it. And he's going to carry you mm. on his back. He knows you can't walk anymore. That's why the Bible says he goes and looks for the one sheep and carries it on his back. Come on, somebody. And so, so I, I just say to you, don't wait. Mm. Don't wait. Because the longer you wait, uh, that snowball that we talk about, it's snowballing yes. into something that eventually mm. the weight of it is going to crush you and just don't let it, don't let it. Mm. And so if you're listening out there and you feel like yeah, there's no hope, remember there's hope in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Come on. Come on. Man, that was a hefty episode again. But guys, until next time, see you. If you guys do want to check out our previous episodes, head on over to naturallysupernatural.life. And if you guys do enjoy some of our teachings or our conversations, you might enjoy Pastor Tom's teachings on his YouTube channel at Graceville TV. Till next time, guys. Bye.